just a little quick note. What'd you think of the halftime show? Was it good? It was, was it bad? It was pretty cool. I mean, 50 cent, like 75 <laughs> cents to dollar, dollar, one twenty five, two dollars. I don't know, bro. I'm I just was saying. hoping he was going to play that power song, dog. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know what that is. But uh, I was hoping he was going to sing Many Men, but it was a PG Many show. Men. Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast Super Bowl recap, baby. It happened. No COVID. No, uh, no riots. Me and Max are still alive. Uh, <laughs> whose house? Everyone's house. Yeah, everyone's house, bro. I bet today it was the Rams house indeed. It really uh, was the Rams house. I mean, barely, barely. I mean, <laughs> I thought it was a little bit more of Cincinnati out there. Like, no, I mean, definitely right. more like the fans. But I'm saying like at the end of the day, the Rams house was in fact. Yeah, they got the win, man. Look. Uh, I was Six Flags. I know, right? <laughs> Would have been a great Six Flags game. Now, to be honest, like the game was close, right? It was a three point mm-hmm. game. Did it not seem that close the whole game? Like, I didn't feel like it was that exciting of a game, honestly. There was, like, lulls to the game where it was, like, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. And then there was, like, 75-yard touchdown. No. I mean, if I'm a Bengals fan, right, you know, you start the second half the way you start it. Yeah. You're over the moon. You get a 75-yard touchdown. You get a pick. OBJ. Tears his ACL, which was just really <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah. Well, I feel we'll like the game all... changed for the Rams offense when that happened. Yeah. So we're going to get all into it, man. We appreciate you guys rocking with us. If you guys are new to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Row to 300. We are 299 and counting. No, no, no. It's complete. Oh, it's complete? 300? Yeah. I was like, I was like, I, the road to 300 is complete. We on that road to oh, 400. Let's get it. Road to yeah, 400. 400. Four hundred degrees. Shout out to YG. But... <laughs> it's hotter than four hundred <laughs> degrees. Ah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Hit that. Hit that subscribe button, man. If you guys are new to the channel, we're always doing NFL, NBA content. Uh, don't miss out on the beat, man. Press that noty that noty bell. Get that noty gang going, gang, gang, gang. Uh, like button, all that stuff, bro. It helps us out tremendously. Uh, Super Bowl recap. Obviously, Rams win, man. Rams get the dub. Get this little picture right here. I mean, the super team did it. It's Who the, so who's twenty one? Uh, DeAndre Dayton, I think. Oh my god! I know, right? This Can't get some stars in that hoe. Come on. <laughs> oh man, but I mean, the first thing I thought of when this happened was, you know, the whole. I was talking about it midweek, like the whole copycat thing. Like, once a team actually wins the Super Bowl, everyone tries to duplicate it. Like, everyone. And the reason is, especially with the Rams, everyone's, like, is everyone going to just start fucking giving away draft picks? Can I, like, just start with the winners and losers one? Because this, like, ties into one of my losers. <laughs> so, how about right, we just start. work in our winners and losers throughout the show? We just work okay. them in. Because, I mean, yeah. we can do whatever the fuck we want, right? It's yeah. our show. It's our show. Yeah. So, <laughs> the biggest loser is just thinking you need to keep all your draft picks and stockpiling draft right. picks. I feel like. Who's, like, who's, shout- who's stockpiling? Right? I Eagles? mean, the Eagles got three first-round picks. But, like, I, just, I, mean, I, I mean, I would I would like Jalen Ramsey. I know he might factor into the loser conversation later. But the Rams just were aggressive. They, they were, like, balls to the wall. And it was super weird earlier today. They're talking about Aaron Donald's mulling retirement at 30 years old. Sean, nuts. Sean McVay. And I mean, I can see why they're just like, what does Aaron Donald have left to do on? 
I mean, just stack up seasons. Stack up ring. I mean, but he's Hall of Famer. He's done. Yeah. So I mean, I I I feel like that takes him out of the category of best defender of all time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I don't think he will. Sean McVay, why would he retire? 36, bro. You just you got the monkey off your back. Four years, come back at 40, dominate some more. (laughs) It's just it's just weird. Like some of the storylines before the game. And then this Bengals team was just feisty all the way through. But I feel like both teams' Achilles heels kind of caught up with them during the game. And if they lost, you could point to, hey, the Rams can't run the ball. Stafford threw two picks. Uh, not The first, the second one wasn't really his fault. He's throwing to a guy named Skoranek. Bad idea. No. But well, and Joe Burrow won. What can you say about that O-line? Might be yeah. time to look at the O-line. You know what, though? Let's take it back. Let's take a couple of steps back. Let's talk about the first half. Because I really do think it was two totally different games, both halves. Like both of them, like it wasn't it wasn't the same narrative. First half, they were protecting Burrow. What he got sacked once? Yeah, well, I didn't even see like heavy pressure. I mean, One there was time. some pressure. He but... was getting rid of the ball so fast, Max. They like it reminded me of 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 Derek Carr, dude. Just like getting rid of the ball before anyone gets there. It's like check down Charlie. Like he just had his reads going. And from the first the first drive with the Rams, three and out, right? They get they get smacked in the mouth. They like they couldn't run the ball all all game, first of all. Like, I think they averaged like what 1.6 yards a carry. I mean, and, they were getting stifled. Yeah, it was it was bad, but like you always say, one of the attempts matter. And I thought yeah. like, I thought the Bengals ran the ball pretty good. But really they kind of went away from it, and they kind of. Well, the yeah, Rams, the Rams tough. met it. The Rams rise to the like rise to the occasion. Like they were down by four because Johnny Hecker pulled a Tony Romo, yeah, just bobbled a snap, and then <laughs> they just couldn't put away the Rams. Like the Rams just kept fighting. The defense kept fighting. Like you said, the first half was weird. Joe Mixon threw a threw a touchdown. Did Joe Burrow throw a touchdown? Yeah, he threw a seventy five yeah. yarder. A kind um, of a bullshit one, though. Honestly, we'll get we'll get into that. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about um, it. So, one thing that I wanted I wanted to point out with the Rams, I thought they showed like a lot of resiliency in that within the first like five minutes of the game, because you go three and out, the Bengals get the ball. They're already at midfield because they get the big play to chase. Remember, mm-hmm. they get the big play to chase, and the Bengals. Gets a half, uh, like the fifty yard line. Go for it on fourth down. Turnover on downs. This, this happened twice in the game. I, I hated the first one, dude. I hated it. I didn't feel like Joe Burrow was in the flow of the game. Yeah, he's a rookie. He's basically he's not a rookie. He's a second year quarterback. He never been in the Super Bowl, and I know Juan. He doesn't feel pressure and bullshit. But the the feel of the game, you just went. You just stopped them. I thought. I thought it's a just like bit, I thought a little bit it. of it was on Zach Taylor. I didn't well, no, like but Joe Burrow missed someone wide open. He just missed them. I mean, it happens though. I mean, no, I agree. I agree. And it... throws. I would say, I would say, there. One thing that that you have to say with with quarterbacks, especially like things that get passed under the table. When I'm talking maturity, I'm talking maturity in a way of speaking up to the point where, like, you tell Zach Taylor, "I don't like that play call." Put the ball in my hands. You know what I mean? Like, that's maturity. That's experience from a a seasoned veteran. And Joe Burrow, I mean, as talented as he is, and he played his ass off today, by no means I don't think he played bad at all. And I thought he played well enough to win that game. Especially with being pressured on 43% of dropbacks. I mean, the second half was a fucking travesty, bro. They They got their ass kicked up front. Definitely. And besides that bullshit touchdown, they didn't do a fucking thing in the second half. But it comes back to the play calling. The um the run up the middle, the inside zone, as you love love to see, because your Eagles were running it all all the time last year with Doug Peterson. <laughs> um it got and then you're running it with P Ryan. Like you're not even running it with Mixon. But, but real talk one, didn't you think he was gonna pick it up? And then Aaron Donald yeah. stopped all momentum with like one arm. That, that would is crazy. And I mean, Samaji Pirine's not a like not a quick guy. He's powerful. Yeah. 
And Donald, right. the last two plays were just like Donald, like fuck you guys. I'm winning this game. You guys aren't going to stop me. Like I want it too badly. And it's I think it's like poetic in a way, where just a guy like Aaron Donald, who's kind of been criticized, he's never won one. The last two plays of the game, he showed up. Yeah, and Zach Taylor, I'm going to give him some praise too, though throwing some punches back at McVeigh with that uh, running back pass. I thought he showed some balls right there and was like, hey. I can I, I I can draw up something on the on the chalkboard too. Not only you, McVeigh, but second half what? Down by three. I felt like the Rams were in control in the second half. Going into the second half, excuse me. Just a little quick note. What'd you think of the halftime show? Was it good? It was, was it bad? It was pretty cool. I mean, 50 cent, like 75 <laughs> cents to dollar dollar. <laughs> One twenty-five, two dollars. I don't know, bro. I'm I just was saying. hoping he was gonna play that power song, dog. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but uh, I was hoping he was gonna sing "Many Men," but it was a PG Many show. Men. Yeah. Um, I liked it. What'd you think? Uh, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. I thought everyone did their thing. Like Kendrick was good. Snoop was really good. Snoop has always been a good performer to me. Um, it was egregious the- that Anderson Pack had no part of it. He was just playing the drums. Oh, that guy's super fucking talented. I like I, Anderson I, Pack. Yeah, oh yeah, I love Anderson Pack, dude. I I pointed it out to to my girlfriend. I was like, dude, like Anderson Pack. That that just goes to show you how talented the motherfucker is. Like one of the like most talented artists. Like he can rap, he can sing, play the guitar, and he can play the fucking drums. And it's like, oh, he's playing the drums at the Super Bowl. Like just all nonchalant. I was, was just great. like, wait, is that Anderson Pack? Just I having know. no part of this thing, like not even being like mentioned. Yeah, I thought Dr. Dre was a little, you know, Dr. Dr. Dre been hanging out with 50, bro. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, little, I mean, he's all he was all right. I like Snoop. I like I like what about Eminem? No love for him. M M was cool. M was cool. Mary J. Blige. She was good. She was really good. Yeah, I, I give respect, man, to a lot of singers that, you know, do the whole choreography stuff and the dancing and they actually sing. Like the song, they're not just doing the voiceover. Like she was doing it legit. Like I give her props, man. She got some. She got some windpipes. But uh, what else? Oh, who's the most memeable the- person you think from the Super Bowl show? I think it's most, fifty. Most Inglewood, like memeable. Like who's gonna be oh, a meme? meme out of the halftime show? Yeah, I think it's fifty. Yeah, 50, everyone got all fucking hype when fifty came out. Everyone started screaming. I didn't expect that though. Loki, I you always forget that he's technically a West Coast guy, but like he's from fucking New York. Yeah, like, he's yeah, just, I was gonna I say. Mean, but he's part of the West Coast because of the whole Dre shit and yeah, you know, I mean that was so right? unexpected. Yeah. I mean, it was cool how they like made the for all the little kids out there listening. Um, if you ever watch In the Club, the music video, that's exactly <laughs> how it starts with him hanging upside down. He's a much better yeah. shape. He's he's cut up in that video. He's not cut up in in a IRL right now. But I wouldn't say like nine out of ten. There was no oh, boob yeah, showing. Great. So it, it wasn't great. like it wasn't like yeah, that was, good. You know, with Janet they, Jackson days. Yeah, they put on they put on for the city, man. I I thought they did pretty good. It was cool, and I really like Kendrick's like performance too. Like just like the visuals that they had, and you know all the cool stuff. I I thought it was pretty dope. I thought um, they were gonna get in the lowriders and like mob out of there. They they fucking should have. They should have. <laughs> they should have, man. Um, what else? Oh, the pregame. How legendary was the fucking rock? <laughs> God was, was L.A. was Buffett like, yo, I'm He's not pissed. traveling to L.A. I'm bro. I'm I, in Vegas. I can't believe Buffer didn't make it to like the Super Bowl. He's been there every game. I don't think he wanted to. I think he was just like, fuck this. I'm staying in Vegas. Was he gonna be there next year in the Super Bowl? Probably not. Hey, I'm down with The Rock, dude. Making it a tradition. I thought he the was Rock the was guy cool. from Ballers from that. I thought he was the guy from Ballers. By the way, Rock, I don't know where you're getting your clothes, bro. <laughs> it was kind of sus. I mean, he's ripped. When you're ripped like that, dog, you, you were, I mean, He'll beat my ass. Don't get me wrong, bro. You look great. Just like, bro, come on. Yeah. But it was cool. I mean, like the whole thing that my dad was making fun of, like the NBC, he saw Chris Sims at the pier. And he's like, dude, no one even gives a fuck about the pier. Like that place is a dump. It was funny. My brother, my brother was shouting at the TV. Why don't you show Venice? Why don't you show fucking? <laughs> of course Venice? not. I want to see homeless people. That's all Venice is now. It's just been overrun. 
Um, what else? Yeah, The Rock was always saying, he kept on saying, it is time. He said that shit like at least seven <laughs> fucking times, bro. Like, yeah, we know it's time. Like, <laughs> I thought he was going to do like, can you smell what like the Rams he are doing? I thought that's what he was going to do. He should have, man. But The Rock was cool. I, I liked it. I thought it was funny. The halftime show was great. Uh, thank God no power outage, uh, outage. Shout out to the Niner fans out there. I was kind of uh, like worried because I was like, new stadium. Like, they got a lot of shit no going right now. No way. Cronky would not let that shit happen. <laughs> I mean, it's typical in fucking New Orleans, bro. Like, that stadium has been through a lot, you know? That's so true. That's expected. Like, brand new fucking stadium by Cronky. That shit ain't happening. But, um, okay. So, first half. First half, we talked about it. Burrow only sacked one time. They go, they go down by three. They come out. They get the ball back. So right off bat, this whole game, I was counting. It wasn't until the fourth quarter, Max, that there was a penalty called in play. In play oh, my penalty. God. We missed a loser. That fucking guy who ran onto the field oh, in street yeah. clothes. Vernon Hart. That was Vernon, Vernon Hart. Vernon my boy. Oh, my God, bro. I had so <laughs> much stock. That was the... That was it, bro. That was the nail in the coffin. That was bad, bro. Like, yeah, you're a fucking dumb dumb for no bad. reason. This extra point, Matt, uh, the holder, loser. Yeah, Johnny Hecker. That was pretty yeah. bad. But no, there's no excuse. I, I can get why you fumble at once. Yeah. I, there's no need for him to run on the field. He was high, bro. Bro, he, I mean, the fit was nice. Can't lie, the Super Bowl fit. <laughs> But, bro, just stay your ass on the field. To me, though, you're fucking injured. How are you skipping and fucking oh, Bro, he's like getting that? up. He's getting I up know. on the jump. I'm like, oh, yeah, really look injured to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was that was freaking amazing. So, second half, like I said, not a single penalty that was done in play, like a holding, pass interference. Can we, can we talk about the officials, one? Look. I fucking hate them with a passion. I hate them, too. I hate them, too. And I feel the same way, Max, but it was a great officiating game. It really yeah, was. But I mean, is it, it's just great because they don't fucking do anything. They're right, just like, right. okay, we'll just yeah. let them play. It doesn't matter. They hold every fucking play. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying, like, okay, T. Higgins part. That's a penalty on the offense. I totally, get if you 100%. don't throw the flag and if it's just a completion, right? If Ramsey like gets him down, just call it a completion. That's cool. You can't let them get a touchdown off that. Uh, yeah. It's blatant. It and was, maybe that's was. the karma for the Rams for getting the Saints one. Maybe that's like a full circle now. Well, you know, even. all the Rams fans and anyone that was going for the Rams, that was going to be the number one play that they'd look at. 100%. But, and I mean, I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad the Rams had ample opportunities to win this game without that. Like Jalen Ramsey had a rough day. Like honestly, I think that's a catch. It's not a touchdown if he doesn't get his face mask yanked. T. Higgins beat him. Jamar Chase beat him. Like it was not a great day for Ramsey. I'll say that. Yeah. I think Ramsey is one of the losers of the day. Yeah, I I hundred percent agree with you. But the efficient like, where was this Max all season? Where was it's this in the playoffs? Woman. It's where stupid. They picked like okay. Kudos, like the NFL. Kudos, you picked the right fucking game, the biggest year, the biggest game of the year, to have the best officiating crew and not call anything. Bravo, okay. But it is such a fucking disadvantage, bro. When other teams are playing all year and the officiating is fucking ass backwards than that, so many things are called during the playoffs and the regular season. That was not called today. What's the uh, what's the percentage in the NBA one of officiating to let them play in the regular season? Like 40, 60, like officiating? Less than that. I would probably say about 20%. So there's 20% playing and there's 7, 80% officiating. Yeah. What's that number in the postseason like? 60, 40? Uh, yeah, probably a little bit more, like 75, 75, 25. The NFL, it's 95 to 5, and then they flip it. So my whole thing is, is like, the pass rush was crazy in that game, right? You're going to tell me that there wasn't a single hold 
in that or game. an illegal hands to the face. Nothing. No, I mean, I Absolutely saw. I, we saw it, right? We saw holding. We saw illegal hands to the face. Yeah, we saw and- defensive guys do shit. That's a penalty. It's just not fair. Like I understand. Let the guys play. Let some hand fighting happen. But yeah. Van Jefferson's having his left arm grabbed yeah. on two like little seam routes, like where he goes up and out. So it's like he's a receiver, bro. You can't ex- you can't expect him to catch with one hand, can you? It's like is that the rule we have to go to? He only gets one hand now in the postseason. Yeah, and and, and like the last series, bro, pissed me off. Go ahead. And T Higgins, on the other hand, on that slant route with Ramsey, I felt like Ramsey was fucking all over him. I felt like that play when he when Joe Burrow threw it into the end zone, the T Higgins, it was the same amount of contact you seen on the Cooper Cup one. On the first penalty. The second penalty that was on Eli Apple, that was P.I. That was bad. That was the right call. Oh, my God. But they missed the one right before Cooper Cup where he literally grabbed Cam Akers. And it's like, you don't call it that one, which is, like, egregious. Yeah. Then one that was definitely not a penalty, they're like, call it. And can you explain to me what they called? Because people were talking, I didn't hear, when they called the offsetting penalties. What the fuck did they call on the Rams? Okay, so what they called on the Rams was what was it? Was it holding? I thought like they showed Cooper Cup run through a defender. And I'm like, well, he's being held every second, and then he got popped in the helmet. So I, I say just it don't... was holding. I want to say it was holding, and then the Bengals had uh, hit to a defenseless receiver. Yeah, yeah. When they hit Cooper Cup, yeah, amazing catch by the way. Yeah, and then. By the way, Eli Apple tackled him 100%. If you're a Bengals fan, you can't be mad. He got tackled. This is when I insert a loser, Eli Apple, fucking complete loser. I mean, this is what happens when you talk shit and you don't back it up and you don't win. You get fucking crucified. Half of the league is crucifying Eli Apple on Twitter right now. Every single player, like, is fucking loving it right now for Eli Apple. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, he was he had a decent year, there's no doubt. But yeah, you can't oh, yeah. run your mouth and then not back I mean, it up. Game, and, and then you get thrown on to the game winning touchdown. That was an amazing play. That's two big winners, Matthew Stafford, Sean McVay, and huge losers, Jared Goff. I don't think the Rams win this game with Jared Goff. Matthew Stafford, like I know he threw a pick that was a dumb decision where he got too aggressive. He threw a ball that hits Chronic in the hand. He's not running that route if Odell's not hurt. It's yeah. a t- it's a first down. Matthew Stafford was throwing missiles all over the field. There was no run game. And maybe another winner you could say one is, I would say these two winners on both teams. Sean Robinson, fucking DJ Reader was a monster today in the run uh, game. Oh, yeah. Those guys. Were, I mean, the whole Bengals defense. I Dude, thought. I, I saw those I guys. I thought they played amazing. Like, I, I really did. Guys, yeah. I thought Cooper Cup single-handedly and low-key Odell Beckham when he was healthy and playing. Those two guys were were single-handedly keeping the Rams in the game. Other than that, the Bengals' defense was solid, bro. They couldn't run the ball. They were getting their ass whooped. It wasn't just about, like, oh, we can't run. It's like, bro, they're blowing it up every play. Trey Hendrickson's getting back there. Andrew Whitworth's getting tossed around, a Hall of Famer. I mean, when when Trey Hendrickson had that sack in the first quarter on Whitworth, I thought it was going to be a long day. I said, oh, shit, you got Hendrickson like that? It might be a long day for Stafford, but they got it together, dude. And as far as the defense goes for the Bengals, I mean, big winner today who I I thought that was playing amazing. Jadobi Awuzie, bro. My all, all pro, pro second team. Yeah, he all pro. All over the field. I thought when he had when he got hurt and they had to bring in uh Flowers. Trey Flowers. That was a huge fucking loss. Huge loss. Yeah, I thought I thought Jesse. I thought a lot. The whole defense has really both played well. Like, if you take out Jalen Ramsey's seventy-five yard touchdown, like there was really hard to move the ball. I thought like neither team could really get it going. Joe Burrow under constant pressure, and like I know people are gonna blame Joe Burrow for this game because he's the quarterback. Yeah. He got hit sacked seven times. Got hit numerous times. He's not working with a great I mean, O line. It's just the, he makes plays. The second half, Max. I brought it up earlier. After that 75 yard touchdown, which was a fluke in my opinion, it's 100%. They didn't do anything. They could not pass the ball for anything. 
anytime they went back to pass, Joe Burrow was under pressure. He either had to make plays with his feet or he had to take the sack. He did make plays, though, most, a yeah. lot of times, which but is crazy. They always about. got stalled out, though. And unfortunately, yeah, that wasn't yeah. that was a problem. And, and I mean, they started bringing a little bit more pressure. They stopped sending four. They started sending the the Ernest Jones, like the linebackers. Oh they yeah, started sending five. And then and the, the overload and shit. It wasn't. Yeah. It was good. It was good game planning by Raheem Morris. Um, let me bounce back to the Rams' final drive, right? Because this is where like everything you just did. This whole offseason is on the line. Yeah. The Rams get the ball back with what, like six minutes under twenty or right. twenty-one yard line, whatever. Like six thirteen, yeah. Yeah, six thirteen, whatever it is. Fourth and one. Do you like McVeigh's aggressiveness to go for? And honestly, I think you should have been running those sweeps more because the Yo, the Bengals I, were doing such a good job getting upfield. I thought like the weakness of it was just the if you got outside and you got to the edge of the defense. And I, we've always talked about do a little bit more of the of the um. Like Jared Goff offense, yeah. Like I love that play. I was like, wow, that was really smart to do it right there. And you know what, Zach Taylor kind of had that this year in the postseason. I felt like, and today I didn't really see it. I saw, I thought Sean McVay in the second half, especially, out coached Zach Taylor with a lot of great play calls for the Rams, and he put it in in his best players' hands too. Because after after they lost Odell, people can say what they want. And I know there's not very few. There's very few Odell haters out there. Honestly, I I felt like the whole fucking world was cheering for Odell today, and even crying for him when he fucking tore his ACL. Probably when they lost him, it was a big loss. They their offense kind of sputtered. It kind of sputtered. sputtered he was winning, dude. He he his. I think his over under for yards was sixty two. He had fifty eight. Yeah. Or like any other touchdown, he had like the first Van touchdown. Jefferson was running a lot of plays that were meant for Odell, and it just wasn't the same. No, they like didn't hit that, one. I felt like that pass by Matthew Stafford. I know it looks bad in in hindsight, like looking at the replay, the one when he's pointing upfield and he throws it in the end zone to Jesse Bates. I thought that's him just trying to trust his receivers a little bit too much, and Vance Jefferson's just not that dude. I felt like if he's throwing that to OBJ, OBJ gets a hand on that. I think so too, and it's just he's a better playmaker. They even ran like a couple of those routes where OBJ's in the slot, and he runs like at an angled of like a vertical angle. He caught it, and Van Jefferson missed it twice. But it's just it's just really unfortunate to see someone get hurt like that, and especially like me and Juan were never OBJ guys. Yeah. We defended him in Cleveland because we're like he's not the problem, dude. He's open. They just don't throw him the ball. And when he went to the Rams, he changed their offense. I felt like so if if they can get him back healthy next year. Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, Tyler Higby, that's a good offense. Now they got to show up the old line, get a running back, but the Rams are looking in good shape. But one, you know how they were talking about like all the people are going to exp- like uh, retire. Would you be surprised if Odell called it quits? I'll be shocked. I wouldn't. I mean, just, he got it done. He, he's torn his he ACL twice, same leg. So much played left i know but i'm saying he's taking a lot of injuries dude it's not like he's some spring chicken he's 29 years old and it's been hurt a lot i mean i think he's he's good right like he hit he got his ring he showed he wasn't a problem he showed he could be productive i don't want him to retire one like i think it's just an underrated thing like they got odell no one really thought he would be that big an improvement because remember he had the bad first game against i think the cardinals yeah or whoever yeah and it was just Dude, Matthew Stafford, that last drive in Cooper Cup, man. That's all we should. We should That's really all it talk. was. That I think it was more Cooper Cup than Stafford. Honestly, look. Yeah, I, I love. Stafford, I agree. He was getting open, but yeah. I mean, Stafford was delivering that ball. Like Jared Goff, right there. I don't think he's delivering that shit. No, no. he's a huge right. loser for me. By the way, Stafford. I mean, uh, Goff. Goff, yeah, big loser. Uh, Cleveland, big losers. Baker, loser. Uh, Jarvis Landry's probably a loser too. <laughs> Uh, like in Cleveland, Nick so Chubb, much. loser, Miles yeah, Garrett, whole AFC North just uh, probably took an L today. But um, fourth quarter, what else am I missing? Let me look through my notes real quick. You have any more thoughts on the game, Max? Do you? Um, I'm trying to think if I have any winners. I think I said them all. I'm um, Aaron Donald's legacy for sure. 
I would be surprised if he retired too, right? Let's get into some legacy talk. Yeah, you um, love it. Let's go. Yeah, let's see where this goes. So at the top of the mountain, who who did you think should should have won Super Bowl MVP? I thought they should have co-opted. Honestly, I felt like Cup and Donald deserved it. I I would have I would have said either one of those guys I would not have been mad. It would have been really nice for Donald to ha- get it just for like his resume, and I think he put up a. I think he did put up a MVP type of performance, especially the second half. He was all second over the place. Half he did. First half, he was nowhere to be. Found. He was quiet, and I mean, look, he got into a fight with the guy, and they didn't call a flag. I'm like, that's awesome, dude. Like he's just like swinging. right. He, like, he's grabbing you by the throat. And they're not calling it because it's the postseason, right? So all the rule book gets wrong. I told my dad, I'm like, I don't know why they have fucking refs just to spot the ball. That's it. Yeah. You can do whatever you want, but really, I th- I think Don. I think I think it should have been. It co-op, like you said. I don't know why they had to offense MVP, defense MVP. I mean, Cooper Cup, like you said, like both deserving. I feel like this that's because they can't give him like regular season MVP. They're like, yeah. Yo, I felt like so, I really I, quick. I got, how do they vote for it? It's not just fan vote, right? I don't have no idea. I dude, if it's fan vote, they're fucking stupid. Because they're like, text vote. who you want for MVP. It's not. It's it's certain amount of writers that are there. I, I hope so. That's what it is. There's a lot of media there, and they, I think they're the ones that voted. Um, big winner today, me, because I've been talking about Cooper Cub. You still think he's a fucking slow guy? You still yes, think- I still think he's fucking slow. Yeah, he's not a burner, you stupid moron. Jamar Chase is fast. <laughs> he's not fast. He's amazing. He's, the be- he's one of the top five receivers in football, but he's not fast. There's nothing wrong with that. It's like saying Jerry Rice is a burner. He ain't no burner. His whole hey, thing is I'm not the biggest, fastest, game strongest. Speed. Game speed, baby. Cooper Cup is a great player one. He's an amazing one. But uh, I think I think he's not fast, man. I'm sorry to say that. But no, go back to the legacy stuff. I want to hear what you think about Donald's legacy. I mean, if he retires, like I said, he does not go down as the greatest defender of all time. Is he still in the class? He plays. uh, Yeah, definitely he's in the class. But I felt like that's the last thing to cement, really, is longevity. I felt like you get more props when you play for a long period of time. Like, that's the whole thing with Brady. Like, yeah, he has all the accolades. He has all the Super Bowl wins. But look how long, like, look how long the longevity is for him to be playing at a high level. Like if Donald played for at least 15 years max and he played at a dominant level all 15 years. It's hard to argue. That, uh, dude, that's arguably the best player ever. Yeah, it's, I mean it's hard <laughs> to argue, just defender. right? It's just I I wouldn't be su- I'd be surprised if he retired one, but I wouldn't be surprised if he like came back and it was like kind of like a two-year thing where he's like I got a year or two left. Because, I mean, for him, he ain't got nothing left to prove. He That's changed so the game. Weird. I just. I know. You, know, you never want to see all time greats call it quits too early, you know? And that's what it would kind of seem like. And I kind of hated how they asked him about it, like, right after the game. I'm like, come on. That dude. pissed me off. I was oh like, oh, God. you really think he's going to answer that? He's going to be like, yeah, I'm done. Who was that? Michelle Tafoya? Uh, was was it? Yeah. It was Tafoya because they had the other chick. That was do. terrible. That was so terrible that they asked him that. It was, was her like, last well, game. Would... So maybe she thought, you know, she'll Thank confide God. in me. Thank God it was her last game. That was terrible. Why why would you ask him that? Like he even said it. he was like, bro, like I'm living in the moment. Like I'm not thinking about that right now. That was stupid. It was very That's I mean, you know, and they said maybe he's gonna go too. Michelle Tafoya, Max, loser. <laughs> loser. Commercials? Losers? Uh I like the LeBron one. That was cool. Yeah, I like the one oh, with the uh, Joneses where they're on like the pickup trucks. That was funny. But, I like uh, the NFL one too, with the like video game one. Oh, with Lamar, Lamar, yeah, and stuff. yeah. Lamar, Peyton Manning. That one was. Cool. I I think the greatest NFL commercial though, bro, is the uh, the 100 years with like Baker, Tom, and like they have the cake. That yeah. show was fun. Yeah, but was- I I think sorry we're, we're kind of off the rails. We're it's raw right after the game. I mean, I was screaming at the TV. Juan was I'm Where sure just screaming. Yeah, I was screaming. I wanted the Rams, but 
I just wanted the game to be officiated. Right? I was screaming more at the officials. I wasn't mad at any of the plays. I was just like, can you guys fucking call something or not call something? Yeah. Like, you guys don't understand, like, how to ref the game. But does this change Stafford's legacy? I think it does. I think he's a Hall of Famer because he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, you probably got to put him down there. I mean, he has the numbers. But I know he sucks, right, because he couldn't win in Detroit. I get that. But does he really suck, guys? Did he not just have a really good playoffs? Did he not just be done? Like, did he not make a game-winning drive? Isn't that not what you trade to first-round picks? I'll ask you this, Max. How many quarterbacks in the league win the Super Bowl on this Rams team? Brady, probably. Okay. Um, Brady, um, Mahomes, Allen. I'll I'll tell you some some teams or some quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, yeah. And you say yes or no. Okay. Hold on one second. Okay. So here, Brady, Mahomes, Allen. Yeah, those three. Josh Allen, Mm -hmm. Mac Jones. No. Really? No, I don't think so. Tua. (laughs) Fuck you. Zach Wilson. Come on. Burrow. No. I think so. Baker. (laughs) Okay. Next. Lamar. Next. Tannehill. I think Tannehill gets it done. Next. I don't think so. Really? You don't After think what so? I saw this postseason, it kind of really shook my faith in him. Carson Wentz? That, that, already won a Super Bowl. I don't get to talk about him. <laughs> Deshaun Watson? Yeah. I think Deshaun won it. Trevor Lawrence? No. Really? Really. Derek Carr? He couldn't beat the Bengals when they had the last drive, so no. What? <laughs> he could be. The, he was in the same position. They got. They couldn't do it. Yeah, but he had fucking Zay Jones. I'm just saying, dog. It's, it's better than Skronik. Bro, you're out your fucking mind. <laughs> no, nah, he probably could. I give Carl Herbert. Yeah, yeah. They would have blown him out. Okay, I'm not even gonna go to none of the Bronco quarterbacks. Dak Prescott. No. Hurts. Shut the fuck up. Daniel Jones. No. Kirk Cousins. No. Justin Fields. No. But bro, Kirk Cousins, it's a primetime game. Automatic no for that one. <laughs> Justin Fields, uh, no. I can't wait till you get to the, another NFC West quarterback. Kyler. No. Hell no. Jimmy. No. Russell they they would have they been on that drive. He would have thrown a pick. <laughs> Russ, for sure. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, Matt Ryan. No, not right now. Okay. Uh, I would kind of. I wish we could talk about Kyler just for a second because we we'll, heard the we'll story come out. Right. The end. Well, yeah, yeah. If you want to talk about it, we'll talk. About are it. you mad that I didn't pick Kyler? Um. Yeah. I mean, I think the Rams are very talented, bro. So you'd pick Kyler to win the Super Bowl with the Rams? Yes, I would. I would have picked a lot of these guys. Um, I would pick. Matt Ryan, I would pick uh what other guy did you say no? I would pick a couple of the rookies. Like I would I would pick Mac Jones. I would pick Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. Um probably not Dak. Um, I don't see how you could pick the rookies over Dak. I just think they're all kind of lumped up. I think Dak kind of shows us though. Like but I think he has Trevor Dak. Lawrence? Yeah, he's working with shit. Hey, come on. Come He's on, man. Urban. Yeah, but he don't have to be shit. He could be a little nicer. He could be like, he could be diarrhea. He don't have to be shit. What's worse, Dude. diarrhea or shit? Bro, if if Sean McVay, like you always say, if Sean McVay can make Jared Goff look good, just imagine what he can do with those guys. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I still like to force the issue. Like Stafford's a good quarterback, man. Like Stafford's, Stafford's a top a really good look. Stafford's like he's a top a ten really... quarterback. Like he makes throws. Like yeah, how many quarterbacks can make that throw he made? He's like ten. No, he's not 10. He's like five or seven. Get the fuck out of here. No. Okay, well, now Lamar's going to come drunk. in. Lamar's going to start loving Lamar, everybody. You're whenever drunk. whenever you're trying to, whenever one's trying to get someone out the top 10, Lamar gets fucking put the five. But when it's <laughs> Lamar by himself, it's like 10. No way, though. No way. He, okay. If Whatever. anything, Stafford's like eight, nine, 10 around there. I'm not. 
I'm not gonna let the Super Bowl change. Like, like Joey always says, Jimmy G's a top twenty rule. quarterback. Stafford's a this top is eight. Your fucking rule: be consistent. You're gonna let a Super Bowl fucking change your? Opinion? No, I think Stafford's just fucking good. He is good, but you weren't saying this before. I was saying he was good. If I never said he's good, five max. He's not. He's not top ten. He's like top ten, but he's not ten or nine or eight. He's like seven. <laughs> you better Jalen Hurts, bro, and Derek Carr put together. Look, you oh, just give the man his flowers. He earned his stripe today. Leave him alone. Look, he did, but he had a stacked team, and I really don't feel like he made like wow plays. It wasn't like Josh Allen type. Like, oh my god. Like, okay, again though, you're talking about a top two guy. There's a huge I mean, difference. You put him in the top five at first. Until, but look, like, look, look. Seven. Okay, look. I don't give a fuck who your top five is. Mahomes and Allen are a different, era, different than everybody else. Nobody else in that mountain. And Rodgers. Rodgers kind of – Rodgers is at base camp. They at the summit right now, but same mountain. Everyone else is a little different area. <laughs> like, okay, Mahomes and Allen are like Mount Everest. They're at the top. Like, yeah. Rodgers is halfway up the mountain, and everyone else is like Mount Kilimanjaro. They're not even on the same mountain. Um, Jalen Hurts is like wanna, a fucking anthill. I want to do something <laughs> real quick. I what else you got? I want to look up Kirk Cousins' stats and God. put him with Matthew Stafford. I just want to see how, how close they are. Here, I, get I, really Stafford. I got Stafford's stats right here, so whenever you're ready. Okay. I'm going to go over Kirk Cousins season by season, okay? Just go back like two years, two or three years. Okay. No, no, no. Let's just go the total. I'm going to say the total then. Just okay. yards and touchdowns. What's that okay. going to look good for him? 223 touchdowns. And Three, then... 323 over here. I mean, this. I mean, look, dude. I don't think, I don't think Cousin has ever had the talent Stafford's had. Like he's played well. No, no, I agree. I agree, Max. Look, I'm not trying to say Kirk Cousins is is in Matthew Stafford's league. I'm just saying at the end of the day, I think when you match up these two guys' careers, and I think it's going to be like this for a lot of quarterbacks, the stats are going to be there. Yeah, of course. The stats are always going to be there for quarterbacks. That's why you can't always look at quarterback wins or yardage. You actually have to go back and be like, damn, like Matthew Stafford, when the chips were down, and then two straight games came back. He put them on the drives, got the ball in the end zone, and I don't know, like, you can't really say that about a lot of quarterbacks. Like, Matthew Stafford has always kind of had, like, I get he's never had the talented team and shit. But he's always been capable of driving his team down. And there's not a lot of quarterbacks in the league you could be like, damn, so confident. And he's been one of the guys I feel like he's pretty reliable. Yeah. Like, when the when and the game's close. I feel the, same, I feel the same way about Derek Carr. Well, you can't be unbiased about Derek Carr. I mean, you know? I mean I'm just saying, though, like, Derek Carr's never had a guy like Aaron Donald to make – Two amazing plays at the end. And I think Matthew Stafford's never had one. I'll let you rethink that statement right now. (laughs) He's never had that guy. Never. Aaron Donald's on a whole nother planet. He never had Khalil Mack. I love Mack, but he's not on Donald. Oh my God. You could say that about Tom Brady. Never had a guy like Aaron Donald just bail him out. Richard Seymour. He's not Aaron Donald. (laughs) Aaron Donald. I think as a collective, though, you're always saying it. Like, Brady has just had teams. I, I just thought of a new loser. Can I give him to you? Yeah. Anthony Davis. He is no longer AD. <laughs> Aaron Donald is AD. Oh, man. That's, that, hey, man, that's facts, low key. Fucking Lakers, bro. <laughs> I always find a way to just say F the Lakers on these podcasts. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? So we so real quick, we hit legacies for McVeigh. We hit Donald. We hit C- Cooper Cup. I don't think his legacy changed. I mean, definitely, I think he'll be viewed as like. I hope he gets the respect he's due. He also just like had a triple crown at receiver, and I get they throw him a lot of balls, so some of the stats are inflated because he's got good scheme, but he's really good. I think it changed the narrative for Stafford. I mean, Von Miller. Does that change anything for him? I don't think so. He was really good the second half, though. I mean, they're stacked, bro. They're Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey's gonna be Jalen, dude. I just feel like their team was very stacked, and they came out to 
to ball, bro. Like in the fourth quarter, like a lot of their big time players made big time plays. Like, but that's not always the case for teams. Like they got guys, and yeah, I agree. They have a lot of talent, but like there's a lot of point in the roster. You're like, yeah, they're not really that good. And I mean, they're playing Eric Weddle off the fucking street in meaningful minutes, and it's not like you don't look at their linebackers like, wow. You don't look at any other corner other than Jalen Ramsey. You're like, geez, that guy, he's solid. But I it's just, I think they have a lot of talent at like premium positions would be the best way. Like a lot of the like little, like the linebackers, like they find a way to manufacture linebacking, like production and shit. I kind of get the feeling. Go ahead, Max. No, 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 that was it. I was good. I was going to talk about the Bengals, but go ahead if you're going to say something. I was going to say. I kind of have the feeling, you know, talking all this retirement talk with Donald and McVeigh. Why don't you have the mentality just go back to back? Yeah, at least why not just retire one year later and just try to get two in a row? Because I feel like if you win a back to back Super Bowl, that's like, wow. And this might be a dynasty. I don't want to sound like fucking Bill Simmons, like typical fucking Boston fucking lover and nutsack writer of Tom Brady. (laughs) But, I mean, that's what makes Brady fucking amazing. That's what made him great, was even though he won one, it was like, all right, I'm hungry to go get another one. I kind of hate that fucking shit, like, with McVeigh and Donald. I really do. Like, you have something fucking good. Like, what, Matthew Stafford's not 40 years old. 34, 34, 35. At least fucking two years of fucking prime Stafford. I wouldn't expect a Peyton Manning or Drew Brees arm strength drop off in Stafford next year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have Cooper Cup, who is arguably, I mean, you can, I I thought Jamar Chase was the best receiver, and I still feel like that. But if someone fucking told me Cooper Cup is, I wouldn't fucking, you know. I you wouldn't, wouldn't be mad. Little, You'd be like, oh. yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be like, you're drunk. You know, you got some pretty good reasons. <laughs> and you, their defense is still really good. Jalen Ramsey's not going nowhere. Like, why don't you just run it back? It's kind of just weird to me. Uh, yeah, know? it's really weird to get that crap before the Super Bowl, too. Like, I wonder if someone, like, I wonder who said it. You know, I wish you could get the source. Yeah. But you talk about they're so young. The Bengals are really young, too. One, Joe Burrow on a rookie contract. They're ahead of schedule, but we've also seen teams like this. Like Dan Marino went to a Super Bowl second year one, never went back. Aaron Rodgers hasn't been back. Who's been so, the young team to really fall off? Like, I, I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember the Browns, kind of, kind of. Yeah, there's but like teams. like the Bengals went into the year there was no expectation. Yeah, but it's fucking different. Who was the, next the last year. big underdog like them? That just came out of nowhere, and that was young. You know, like those giant teams, they were underrated, but they weren't young. They were old. You know? Yeah, they were like veterans and crap. So, like, yeah. Like, the that Chiefs, was more the like, Chiefs were like, they went to a new level, but they haven't fallen off. They're young. Yeah. I, I yeah, really I mean, don't Russell know. Wilson, Maybe the Cardinals? It's. But they're not even know. good enough. Like, they've never even been to the playoffs round two. So. Like, I just think they're in a precarious spot because, I mean, I don't think this loss changes how anyone feels about Joe Burrow because I don't think anyone expected them to be in this game and everyone thought it would be a blowout and they had a chance to win the game. And Joe Burrow just shows why he's the number one pick. Like, I still think Herbert's a better quarterback with, like, physical tools and stuff. Yeah. But Joe Burrow, like, you really going to tell me he doesn't have the case for being the number one pick? Like, does maybe Herbert make a couple more throws a game because he just got the bigger arm? But, like, like how what's the gap between burrow and fucking herbert like you're splitting hairs at that point you know what i mean yeah. like they definitely were the one and two shout out Honestly, to Tua. before the playoffs max i thought it wasn't close on herbert's i agree i, I thought agree. like i was just like it's herbert bro like come on like joe burrow he's fun and all but it's not close it's close it's pretty close like you said like you want the physical tools yeah i get you better better on with herbert uh Probably a little bit more mobile, technically. Yeah, bigger, stronger. Like a little bit more accurate, you know, just everything. But Joe Burrow, just what he brings to the table, like he's a gamer. He's a gamer. Like that's the best way to describe him. He got big energy, bro. Like he just gives everyone that belief. As he rises in the game, he gets better. He matches the play of whatever the the intensity is in the game. Both guys won bald, though. Like the biggest game of the year for the Chargers. 
Yeah. Justin Herbert was like, I mean, it's not his fault that his coach went for it on the 18 yard line. Yeah. That coach is a fucking retard, in my opinion. I mean, but but also, like, he was like, you know what? I'll just go on an 18 yard drive. I'll throw piss missiles all over the field. I'll throw like a ball two feet off the ground, 20 yards into a tight window to tie the game with no time left. No. It's like, bro, both these guys, like, the league's in good hands when it comes to quarterbacks. Dude, like, if we were big loser, big loser. Anyone who doesn't have a quarterback in the AFC, fucking loser. You better watch out because <laughs> the next couple of years, you're fucked. You're not going to get anywhere. The AFC is absolutely loaded. You got Burrow, Herbert, Allen, Mahomes. Like, just those four guys alone, dude, you got to deal with. Like, you're not going anywhere. I, I love Derek Carr, but, like, bro, just – off bat, those guys are ridiculous. Don't throw out Lamar Jackson. Like, Lamar Jackson is still here. We have two young guns and Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson who might be really good. Book is still open on them. And Tannehill's got, really good. And then you got your vets. Like, I would consider Carr and Tannehill like guys that are not slouches. Like, you can't just lay over and be like, ah, oh, we're going to beat them. Like, that's a bad quarterback. It, it's, it's in good hands, dude. The league is in really good hands with Brady retiring. Like, there's just a lot of good quarterbacks. Just more of them are in the AFC. Because you look on the NFC side. Jalen Hurts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Daniel Jones. Taylor Heineke. The best quarterback right now is Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, And he might leave to the AFC. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think if you were going to do a young quarterback rankings, Burrow and Herbert are on the rise. And I would honestly say, and not trying to, like, make this a transition, but Kyler's on the, like, kind of on the fall. Yeah. And I know that sounds like dumb to say, but if you just couple in like what we saw at the end of the year plus the playoff game, it's just like it kind of just makes sense to me. I don't know. Do you want to talk about it now or do you got anything else we want to hit before we talk about it? Um, Anything else on the Bengals that you want to talk about? Zach Taylor? No, I think this uh, is like one of those rare t- t- like cases, maybe like the heat in the bubble. What'd you, what would you bet, Max, for their record next year? You think they make the playoffs? And I, I mean that in the greatest way. I'm not saying that it was a fluke. I'm just saying, like, a team like this, it's extremely hard to repeat what you did when you have well, expectations. Here's this one. you could They could play two games, and Burrow could be out the whole fucking year with the way they block. So I think it's hard to pick there. I would say they're going to go 10-7 and six, seven next year. Or, but it'd be a struggle ten and seven. You know, like they're going to have to find – they can sign – they got to sign whoever's out there. They got to draft tackle early. Like, this is not the year to take a Jamar Chase. You can get a tackle now. You got Jamar already, so take a tackle. I still stand by Jamar Chase is the best receiver. No, I know. I agree. I agree with that. I'm just saying, this year you don't have to draft another Jamar. You can go get a tackle now. Like, you already get that one good. Right. Uh, just I want to show this picture just because before we go off subject. <laughs> this man, <laughs> That's the look of a man that dealt with fucking 12 years of mediocrity in Detroit. Man was on a mission today. That's the only person I'm happy for on the Rams, honestly. is Stafford. I'm happy for Stafford the most, too. And Donald. I look at Stafford kind of like an older Derek Carr. Like, I can totally see that happening to Carr later on in his career. That's a good comparison, yeah. Yeah, the the Raiders just constantly fucking and, like, never had a team, always putting the team on his back. The first fucking time he goes to a great team, just like Stafford, I can see him succeeding. So I root for Stafford, man, because I'm on your boat. I know I was trying to, you know, disregard his numbers and stuff. I'm I'm just saying for for the fans who need this ring, to certify him as a great player is wrong. He was a great player before this. Me and you were saying this. The people who actually watch him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let this Super Bowl define what I know about Matthew Stafford. Like you said, he's been doing this already his whole career. Yeah, I agree with you on it. It's just the way he won it kind of moved him up for me a little bit because like chips were down, guys were hurt, and he started making throws. But, yeah, I agree with you 100%. So, but let's move on to Kyler. Look, we'll I'll spend just, a couple minutes. It's a weird story. It's just weird. Honestly, it might just be fluff, bro. Like, I feel like the Cardinals are just like 
whatever about it. Like, I, I think if it is serious, that's very stupid to do. If you guys don't know, uh, Kyler Murray, it's really stupid when I'm going to explain it to older heads here. Like, it makes really no sense. Kyler Murray scrubbed his Instagram. And for people who don't know what that means, he scrubbed it in a way where he took off every photo that he had as an Arizona Cardinal or anything to do with the Arizona Cardinals. I think he left he, he left two pictures on there. It was one in the Pro Bowl with CeeDee Lamb and another one like he's just posting for something. No, it's like a Heisman picture. It's yeah, a it's Heisman. a Heisman. And then on his bio, he took off quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals. Like it's just like Kyler Murray. So he scrubbed That's awesome, dude. Arizona Cardinals answered back. They did the same exact thing, only kept two photos, the same exact photos as Kyler. It's like a big ass fucking game. And it's this is the world that we live in in 2022. This is how fucking these are these are how kids communicate with <laughs> shit like this. I mean it'd be like if me and Juan break up, Juan's gonna take down all the pit. It's just gonna become the Juan cast. No right. Pictures. Like I take out everything. Like this is this this is how the youth does it, you know? Instagram, social media is a big deal to some people, you know, like that shit matters. But honestly, would you be any somewhat surprised or shocked that this is just a whole promotion for some clothing brand or something? Would you be I mean, I'd be a little shocked? I feel like I feel like they upset <laughs> Kyler because they're frustrated with him and he's a baby. And doesn't this kind of seem like something he'd do? Remember when we talked about during the game, we're like, wow, look at that guy, Kyler. Sitting on that bench, sulking. His horrible body language. Yeah, I don't know if you watch Man in the Arena, uh, with with Brady. Have you have you seen any? I've seen clips. Yeah, I've seen a couple clips, and you know, a big thing after Brady's, I think it was uh, after he won the first Super Bowl, he was the coaches were telling him like, "Dude, your body language is shit. It's terrible." Like. After you throw picks, like your teammates feed off of that when you have bad body language. And Kyler Murray's pinpoint, bro, horrible body language. You know who's another person who had bad body language? Jamarcus Russell. What That guy had the absolute worst. You knew when he was just out of the game. Every time he'll throw a pick, head down, head down. Every time, head down, slumped. Like you, he looks defeated, and your teammates feed off of that, bro. Me and uh, Max, me and you are coaches, bro. What do we tell our our players all the time? And these are kids that we're dealing with. Like, pick up your keep head. your head up, bro. Keep your, keep your head, head up, man. Just keep shooting, bro. Keep exactly. shooting. Like, like body don't worry about it. Is everything, dude. It's everything, because that's that's how your teammates feed off of you. It's like if you're if you're struggling. And your teammates see that you're unfazed, they're gonna be unfazed. They're gonna still have confidence. Shaq always says your... it, bro. General don't panic, the troops don't panic. Exactly. But Kyler and... Murray's just like, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, and he's the but leader. Everyone else like does it. The general. He's the general. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to pin the loss on him. Like they got their asses whooped, but like, bro, just the way you act. Like it's like Cam Newton kind of after the Super Bowl, he kind of got crucified for acting like a baby a little bit. It's like there's a certain way to act That's when it comes to crap. You can't just be when – it, when it's all roses, you can't just be on top of the world like, yeah, I'm a great guy. And when it's bad, you just be like, oh, I don't care. Like have some consistency. Be that great person even if you're losing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a weird story, bro. Like, like I believe Kyler needs to improve, dude. And I think the Arizona Cardinals need to improve, and it's just a dumb story. Like I, I, I'm sorry we spent uh, like five minutes on it, but it was just interesting to see like how he acted like a baby. Like James Harden. Look out. You got some competition. It's the world we live in, man. Hey, the biggest curveball with this is the possibility that he could go play baseball. <laughs> or he could just be like, I want out. Fuck uh, you guys. I mean, literally, he could just be like, all right, I'm done with the NFL. I'm going to go play for the for the A's. <laughs> they the A's own his rights. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's not like it's not like he can't play another sport and be like, the the Cardinals hold something over him because he needs money. Or like, one, he just he watches NBA superstars and is like, I can force my way out of here. Yeah. You know what, though, man? Like I said, when that game happened, when we did the recap, 
I'm out on Kyler Murray. I'm out on him. I I, I'm out too, bro. After what I, I we saw the year before and this year, yeah, I'm out. I'm just I, out I, on him as a person. He's still really he, talented. Yeah, he's super talented. And you know what? Next season when we do our recaps in week one, two, and three, and four, he's going to throw for four touchdowns, five touchdowns, throw for 300 yards, look amazing. But until he shows me different when shit is going wrong, because that's what you, that's when you find out most about a person is when shit is hectic around you. How do you respond to adversity? Fight through, bro. Time, yeah, and every time I've seen him go through adversity, it's terrible. It's it's goes all the way down, bro. The ship mm-hmm. goes down. And so I'm out. I'm out until otherwise. Still talented as fuck. I acknowledge that. And his height's a problem. Let's just be real. It is. It shows. <laughs> it shows. It shows, bro. He lied about his height. He's short as fuck. It matters. This is not Munchkin. Russell Wilson. This is not Russell Wilson height we're talking about. This is even shorter. He's arguably Mug- like five. Should we nine. call him a uh, Muggsy Murray? Munchkin or Kyler Bogues. Munchkin. He's Munchkin Murray, bro. That's what he is, dude. Yeah, I'm 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 with Kyler Murray, dude. Like, whatever. Um I hate that kind of shit, dude. I hate it. I like scrubbing too. your Instagram. I hate that kind of shit. It's just like it's terrible. Uh one more thing that I wanted to get into. Uh I know I brought it up in the beginning of the podcast, but I just wanted to shoot a parallel between the NBA and the NFL. You brought up James Harden. Uh, the two the two sports, is it the birth of one way and the death by another? Like the Rams, like I said, the Rams won it, went all in. Draft picks. Basically, they had a super team equivalent in the NFL. They really did. They had a super team. The Nets I think the I just think it's going to shift the the thinking to, hey, like maybe we should be more aggressive when we want to go get something, and maybe we'll be we'll evaluate quarterbacks in bad situations differently. I think the NFL is going to copy it in some regards. I think there's going to be a lot of GMs who are scared though, because a lot of GMs don't have that relationship I don't think with some the teams. Can do it though, Max. Yeah, like I would find the Bengals to be hard pressed to do it, or maybe like the Jets. I, ja- I don't the think they'll be able. They won't be able to. They don't. They're not. Yeah. I know. They don't have enough money. That's the whole thing with Kroenke. Like, you don't think it's a? It takes a lot of money to get rid of a guy like Jared Goff. No, I mean it does one, but you have to also be like your your owner has to sign off on everything, right? Right. So and, and if the like, GM and owner like, can't work like, together, okay. it won't matter. It'll be like wow. And GMs are going to be scared, bro, because they don't want to get fired if it goes bad. Because they would have fired less than it had gone bad. Yeah. But it never did. And I feel like some teams stick their toe in it just a little bit. Yeah, they half ass it. They're like, oh, we're yeah. kind of in. We traded for uh, Eli Apple. Or we traded – who the Saints trade for? Oh, we traded for – um, oh, it's like the Carolina. It's like, oh, we traded for a first-round pick, uh, C.J. Henderson, who we're all in. So, you know, you're not. Got Gilly Lock. Watch out. Still got to get the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, right? But, it, it's the death, but it's the death on the other side with, with basketball. Like, no more big three. I think – that hard and shit. I think it's the, it's it's the RIP of the big three, bro. It's I think it's all teams. Man, I don't know about all that. I just think there's a lot for the way basketball is going. It's like you need a lot more than three guys now. You need like good players. Like you need like instead of having three great players, you rather have like two great players and four good players. And I think that's what we're gonna start seeing more of. It's like more I, I, good and good than great. I just think the the times of having those three max guys. And just, and just like shit around of, them. Yeah, shit around them yeah, I agree. That's I what agree. I'm saying. It's not you're not gonna have the heat where it's like like the first year of the heat, you have Mike Bibby, Eric Dampier, Joel Anthony. It's like that's trash. You have three good guys. Yeah. So I think I think you're right. That's a good parallel one. Just a cool little parallel there. No. Uh anything else? Any other winners, losers? No, I'm Al Michaels. I'm all out. Al Michael's last game. Did you hear that? Is it really? Little nugget, yeah. That's what Chris kind of Chris kind of pointed it out during the broadcast. I don't know if you heard it. Well, I think his deal's up, right? Something like that. But I, it sounded like it was Al's last game. I guess, man. It'll be really weird without Al. But I think Tariko will be fine. Tariko will step yeah, in. Yeah, Tariko right? will blend in fine. I don't so think he'll be as Al. Should we give everyone kind of an update on what we're going to be doing the next few weeks? Or do you want to just wait and do like a little announcement on Instagram? Um, 
nah, I think we should be okay. We'll be all right. We got a couple of clips from this from this podcast and well i'll I'll say for me i will be taking a couple weeks off just with i had a personal problem i had a death in the family and it's gonna be a hectic two weeks and i'm just gonna need some time off you know yeah i mean i'll i'll steer the ship we'll be all right they let me drive the boat one we won't drive the boat they don't even they won't even know that we're gone bro we'll be just fine but just a little update we will not be doing a live show on wednesdays for at least two weeks. I'll tell you guys that. Okay, we are taking a break with the lives. Um, we'll probably come back with the lives near more of playoff time for the basketball. How about like, how about like when it starts dwindling down? Like when basketball's yeah. – yeah. Yeah, like we did last year. We'll start doing the lives again. But for now, no more lives. Um, we'll try to get an NBA episode after the two weeks, you know. But um, we'll still, I'll, I'll still be posting some clips, and if any breaking news does happen, you'll get our opinions. We'll do something. We'll figure it out. All right, you guys won't miss a beat. Um, can I? Can I say one more thing before we sign off? Yeah. Uh, one, Juan, just thank you to you, bro, for you know steering the ship and doing a lot of the work behind the scenes that people don't get to see. And I mean, it's like the end of football season, the regular season. We're gonna get into the draft stuff like we we did last year. No. And we've been doing this for what a year and a half now, maybe a little less, a year. Yeah, probably yeah. a year. We have 300 subscribers. I'm so proud of that. I'm so proud of anyone who subscribed, anyone who supports us, or yeah. I'm just proud of what we've done, dude. And I just wanted to shout out everybody who listens, dude. Like this shit's all possible because you guys. And I mean, like I don't want to say we don't do it for you guys. We love doing it, but it's like we did it for us, and we're just happy to share it. Like we appreciate yeah. every ounce of or little like inkling or a little drip of support we get from everybody whether that's other podcasts too tall mike on the mic the war zone spot sports Family so many other ones friends, everybody yeah, like the list would be forever just shout out to all those guys man just thank yeah. you for everything one thank you for everyone who supports us thank you for every content creator yeah. and it's been it's been fun so far we're at 300 dude i'm so proud of that dude it's been fun and it's been a fun football season bro this is our last recap of the year it was a fun ride Thank I, God. I had so much fun this football season dude i had well so you guys were good this year so you know exactly. next year you'll be in hell again yeah probably <laughs> but, <laughs> uh i i love football bro i love sports uh, i love doing the show with max dude so we appreciate you guys uh hit that like button subscribe button uh keep on supporting us like max said we love you guys and we are out peace